With that, I invite you to stand as you are able for our scripture readings for tonight. We are blessed. We have been going through this season of Lent. We have been hearing from different members of Living Waters. And tonight, I'm so excited that that Darren will be sharing uh, some of his faith as well. Um, And he has chosen two different scripture readings for us tonight. One is from Paul's letter to the Romans. And it's just one verse. It is such a powerful one. Hear, Hear God's truth through it. Romans 12, um, verse 2. Paul writes, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And the second reading is actually uh, right before one that I just preached on uh, a couple weeks ago. And it's an encounter that Jesus has with a man that's blind from birth. It's John chapter 9, starting with verse 1. As Jesus walked along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, neither this man nor his parents sinned, He was born blind so that God's works might be revealed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When Jesus had said this, he spat on the ground and made mud with the saliva and spread the mud on the man's eyes, saying to him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which means sent. Then the man went and washed and came back able to see. This is the gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. And at this time, I'd like to invite Darren Muir up. And as, as I just mentioned, on Wednesday night during this church season of Lent leading up to Easter, as has been Living Waters' uh, tradition, we have been, uh, we've been hearing from our members in their faith. There you go, Darren. It's good. Have a seat. It's on. Can you hear me? I can. Wow. And I think they'll, they'll, they'll get you going there, too. All right. So before we start, Darren, um, before we even introduce you, I'm wondering if we can pray. Can we do that? God, thank you so much for Darren. Thank you for the ways that you have led him to be a light for those around him. I pray right now for a blessing on the message that you have in store for us through him. Um, bless all of us to be able to hear your promise. We love you, God. And all God's people said, amen. So, Darren, every time I talk with you, like, people think I'm kind of passionate and kind of excited. Yeah. Um, but uh, you actually get me pumped. So uh, um, I'm so excited for them to be able to hear about you. So why don't you introduce yourself and tell them what they need to hear about who you are. Um, my name is Darren Muir, and... I'm 45 years old and never really grew up in a church family, but um, certain experiences happened in my life where you cannot deny that there's someone out there doing stuff in your life to go, hey, whoa, this is way too cool, and you cannot explain it. Um, so my faith over these different experiences have just kind of exploded, and I, I can't deny it. There's like this fire building inside me now that just keeps growing and going and going. So over the past, let's say, 10 years now, it's just a little more, a little more every year, and it's like, okay. Now what? And my, my daughter always, she, she notices now because she's like, hey, Dad, are you going to church tonight? I said, yep, I got to go to church tonight. What are you going to do? I go, what do you think I'm going to do? She goes, you're probably going to talk about that Jesus guy again. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you do it all the time. So, yeah, 
<laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. So what do you do for a living? Let them know. I pour concrete for all finished concrete in town here. I work on one of the flat crews, so I'm doing driveways, sidewalks, patios, basement floors, garage floors, you know. You're kind of made of concrete. I just want <laughs> you to know that in all kinds of ways. Actually, when I touch his shoulder, I mean, I've, I've actually bruised myself, which is, which is crazy. Should we arm wrestle right now? No, <laughs> no. We could arm wrestle, I don't but I would do it anyway. <laughs> but God still loves me. So, so Darren, um, so you saying that you weren't, uh, you didn't really grow up nope. with church. Well, we went, we went all the time, you know, every Sunday, but it wasn't like we were really diehards into it, and okay. um, wasn't a lot of Bible reading and stuff like that. And now I'm, I'm reading Bible all the time. Wow. Yeah. So tell me what frames your work because I mean here you are pouring concrete. I mean that's that's um, what makes the living. But tell me, tell us about what what frames uh, how you how you live. Um, basically, since this whole journey's been kickstarted, I wake up in the morning. Like let's say let's say 15 years ago, I'd wake up feel all energetic because I was a lot younger. And <laughs> all right, I'm gonna get up and. Talk got a little bit on my three-mile run. Now I wake up, and I'm like, I can't even really get out of bed, and I'm like, really? What are we going to do today now? What do you want me to do today? Because I'm going to need help with this one. But, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a daily thing. Uh, I like to say it's a daily thing because, um, you know, you don't get to know somebody um, if you don't talk to them very much or get to know them that way. And I, it's no different than our kids. We know our kids really well because... You know, we see them every day, and we get along with them, and we, we try to, you know, be a parent to them, so we're, we're constantly right there with them. I, I feel the same thing with our wives, uh, girlfriends, whatever you want to call it. Um, I feel it's the same relationship with God that it's a daily basis, because if you only uh, wanted to see who he was an hour a week, you're probably not going to get to know him very well over the course of 10 years. Now, if you did that every day, holy cow, he asked me, like, you look back at it, and you're like, whoa, yeah. Wow, that's powerful. So, like, yeah, if you think of your relationship, your faith is just that one hour a week or every other yeah. week. Imagine if you just had that, like, for your spouse, it's like, just, honey, I'll see you at Sunday at 9 o'clock next week. Yeah, just like, just like you know, practicing basketball. I mean, if you, if you shot hoops for an hour a night, every night, you know, over the course of a couple of years, you're probably going to get pretty good at it. If you did it an hour for once a week, it's probably not going to be near as good. It's practice. So what is that first question you ask in the morning as you're trying to get up? <laughs> you're a couple months older than I am, um, so yeah. oldie. Uh, basically, I just kind of, as soon as my eyes open up, and I just say, okay, um, what do you want me to do today? What, what's going to go on today? And sometimes nothing ever happens. And, and then again, I, I was I'm driving home from work. I just kind of smile, and I'm like, yeah, nothing really went on today. And next thing you know, boom, something just pops up, and I'm like, okay, all right, I get it, you know, because he's always there. He's you know, always constantly around you, uh, showing you what's going on, and, you know, when you, you think we got to hear for that still, small voice, sometimes that voice just hits you, and it's, it's not so still and small. <laughs> it's pretty big. Yes. Now, when we, were, when we were talking about this night, I mean, one of the things that, that so you, you grew up going to church, but yep. something changed you talked about. I'd, I'd really like to hear that, because it seems like you, you talk about sometimes that still voice, but sometimes God's voice is louder. I, I'd love yeah. for you to share that there's, with them. There's a couple different instances that happened in my life um, that really kick-started it. I, I'd say the first one is, uh, you know, my boy, he's 17 now. He was born with a hearing loss, so he's pretty much deaf. Um, he was born with a 60% hearing loss, and then over time, within a couple months, he went down to a 90 decibel loss. And kind of devastated me and my wife. Like, oh, really? <laughs> this 
kind of sucks, but what do we what do we do? Where do we go from here? Um, and I remember telling her in the car on the way home from the hospital, I said, "Hey, it's it's okay. God's got this. We're gonna we're gonna cruise right through this, right? <laughs> Not that easy." Did you believe that? <laughs> I kind of believed that at first. I was gonna like, I, I know it sounds good, but I know it's gonna be hard. But He does have this. I mean, this doesn't happen on a just chance. I mean, it's it's the workings through Him, and that's why we did the the verse uh, like the one with the healing the blind person. Um, yeah, Levi, he's still deaf, but that's it's the whole thing. It's not because we did something bad or Levi did something bad. It's God showing himself through Levi, and I've learned so much by having a child like Levi. I mean, patience and um, how to become a different parent than, you know, not just... If it would have been totally easy because I Taylor, you know, Taylor in herself is not like Levi. She can hear and she's easy, and it's... But then Levi over here, it's... <laughs> It's really tough, and so it's, I get, like, the best of both worlds here, and if it wasn't for what God had us experience with Levi, I wouldn't be the person I am today. Wow. Wow, that, that's huge. Patience, patience is the big one with him. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And that God revealed himself even yes. through something that at first seemed like it was going to be such a struggle, and I'm sure you're yeah. asking the whys and yeah. why does this happen? Or yeah, because, you know, it even came to the point where, you know, we did the hearing aids with him, and and uh, that worked for a while until they decided that, you know, we should probably go try to get uh, one of them cochlear implant things. So we went down to Minneapolis and got a referral and met with a team of doctors and thought this was going to be the ticket, you know, because it can pretty much restore his hearing again. Uh, next thing you know, there were some complications. And I tell you, it was like, okay, this is, this is the point now where God's like, no, this is not what I had in mind. It's not going to work. We're gonna go this route, and you're gonna enjoy it. You know, so it's like, okay, let's just. You're gonna enjoy it. Yeah, you sounded like you're gritting your teeth there. <laughs> yeah, just like, well, no, really, what's going on here now? But yeah, I mean, that's as much as it was the hardest things you have to go through. You can learn so much by going through that. Wow, wow. Kind of like a blessing in disguise, you know. Yes, and trust in God. Absolutely. It sounds like too. Um, Darren, there are a lot of times that you talk, talk to me um, after services, and you've shared some of the stories when you ask the question, God, what do you have in store for me? God, what do you have for me today? <laughs> One that happened last fall, I need you to share this with them, like how this happened. I, I, I thought you were, when you were telling me, I thought you were going to levitate off the floor. You were so excited. I mean, just the energy and faith just That's a, came That up. was probably the craziest thing that ever happened to me since my walk with Christ. Um, so, <laughs> believe it or not, this is, this is a totally true story. I, 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 can't, I can't deny it. I had to write it down when I got home. It was so crazy. Um, I'm working one day over here in South Fargo, West Fargo area, and it was the end of the day on a Friday, and it was about 2.45 in the afternoon, maybe 3 o'clock, just about ready to go home, and one of the guys that I work with said, hey, you know, we got a couple little jobs we got to finish up. Um, they both kind of take half hour a piece. Uh, being I live in Moorhead, I'll go over that way, and I'll head over to Moorhead, and, and being you live over in South Fargo, just take care of that job, and I'm like, you know, this, thinking of the story at the end, it's like, well, it happens for a reason. So I head over to uh, the facility to finish up my job, which takes me half hour, and um, I'm about 20 minutes into it, and this stranger comes walking up to me, and he says, hey, can I, can I give you a hand? And... <laughs> How do you put it again? Can I give you a hand so I can make some extra cash? And I, I'm like, well, I'd love to have you help me here. And I, but I, <laughs> I got like 10 minutes of work left, so I don't know really what you can do here. Well, 
you know, all these things are racing through my mind because, you know, I thought he was homeless. I didn't know what was going on here. And thinking that, well, if he really wanted just money, then he would have left. Well, he didn't leave. He sat right on the sidewalk next to me and kept talking to me as I was finishing up my work. This is crazy, you know. And I don't know how it eventually fell into the, the realm of we're going to start talking about Bible scripture, but um, he said something and I said something back, and, and he's like, and I'm like, well, game on. We're going to start talking here, buddy. I don't really care who you are. We're going to start talking, you know, about Jesus and stuff. And we started naming off like three or four different quotes. And I was, when I was saying, he was following him back up. And I'm like, this is crazy. So <laughs> after we're, we're going through all this, um, I was just finishing up. And he reminds me one more time. He says, uh, so is there, is there anything you can give me? And I said, absolutely. I said, I can, I can help you out here. I got... Uh, I got like three or four bottles of water in my truck. I got a few granola bars. I said, and I'll, I'll give you like $6 in cash. That way, if you run over the, the cash-wise over here, they got a pretty good deli. You can get something to eat, you know, and plus some other stuff I gave you. And he goes, but then as I'm, as I'm giving him this stuff, the, the verse out of the Bible, I think it's in Matthew. Um, I know Matthew 6.34 talks about it. It talks about um, don't worry about tomorrow because, you know, today has its own problems. So I mentioned that one to him. And what's, there was another one. That talks about where he has, he, Jesus tells a parable about the three guys and he lent them the money and said, do wisely with it. Yep. I can't recall that one off the top of my head, but yep. I, I'm telling him this story, this parable out of the Bible, and as I'm halfway through it, he follows it up with me and he knew the whole thing. I'm like, this is really crazy. You know, I don't know how, what's going on here. Yes. So I, I gave him all this stuff and then he starts walking away. Well, I'm in, I'm in this parking lot and he's, he's walking away towards 32nd Avenue and veterans boulevard and i'm going the opposite way and i'm going to go dump my stuff off in the dumpster my garbage and we're talking probably 100 feet distance so within 30 seconds to a minute time frame between i come around the parking lot and see this guy okay <clears throat> as he's walking away he's he's put his hands in the air and he's like bless you 1000 times brother bless you 1000 times and i'm like this is really weird. I mean, cool, but weird. You know, I don't, I don't know how to take it right now. Right. So then, as he's walking that way and he says that, I go dump off my garbage. I'm talking 30 seconds to a minute. I come around the corner, and I'm like, I just, this is just crazy. Where's this, I got to see this guy. Wave to him or something I'm like, as I'm leaving, you know? And I'm, I'm looking here, and it was, it's, it's like a giant open field over here. There's like nothing. And I look over. He's gone. Like, there's nobody there. There's no way that he just hopped on a bus or something because there's, like, nothing around there, and it was within 30 seconds. So I'm like, what? <laughs> Where'd this guy go? And I, don't, I don't understand it. These are the stories I get from Darren all the time. <laughs> yeah, if we have more time, I can throw it some more. But. You do. And it, <laughs> but, but what I love is the twofold things. First of all, that you start your morning saying, God, what do you have in store for me? Because I, getting to know Darren, I'm like, yep, you have a livelihood, right? I mean, yeah. you're, you're, I mean, you're about laying the concrete and, and helping build those homes and things. Um, but that's not what gives you fire. That's not what gives you meaning. And what I love is this guy is needing help and things. And what is the first thing you say? Game on. Game on. Like, God, just reveal yourself. And, yep. and that kind of passion... Um, is one that is so rare, but one that, that God, I think, wants in store for us through each one of us. And I love that example of it. But I can't get away from uh, one thing you said, these, the struggles and the challenges, whether it's with Levi or you had talked to me before this about the changing of a job too. Um, 
Yeah, that's a crazy. I got one for that one too. That's that is God's humor is just awesome. Yeah, so I'll, I'll have you. I'll have you after this to, yeah. for anyone to be able to share that. But coming back to what what the Apostle Paul tells us that this faith that God gives in store for us, it's for that transformation, the renewing yep. of the mind. That you look at the hard things, and you could. I mean, me it resonates so much with here's my little boy with hearing loss as well. And uh, you could look at it as just, man, this is a hard thing. A str- hey, buddy, you just thought you'd come up once I mentioned you, huh? Thanks, buddy. You're loved. Um, but here we're transformed by that love. And, and, it's, I, and it's funny because I just got a devotional the other day pretty much talking about that same thing, and it said, like, quit your complaining and realize how good you got it. And I looked at it like, <laughs> I know I complain a lot, but yeah, I guess <laughs> knock it off. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm so thankful for you sharing your faith with us tonight. Um, Darren will be out here after this. Um, can we give him a, a hand for just sharing his faith and his passion? And as the band comes forward, we are going to get that opportunity to be able to praise God. And, and I pray that this is a chance for you to start to think about your livelihood. I mean, what is it that makes you tick? What is the reason that God has in store for you? And what if God is saying in your life, God wants you as you get an encounter with someone that seems a little strange or makes you a little uncomfortable, that maybe take an example from Darren. Game on is what God is saying, that this is the chance for God to reveal himself to you in maybe a surprising way. So uh, so thankful again for you, Darren. Let's stand and let's, let's praise God, can we?